<laughs> me. Aloha, everybody. This is Aldrin Guerrero. <laughs> and this is Friday uh, Live UU U- Podcast. <laughs> and you know what that means. <laughs> I don't so know. Smooth. I don't so know how to actually do this. <laughs> Something about two cents from, from each of us and best oh, six cent answer. <laughs> Not bad, not bad, not bad, not bad. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin. Uh, joining me are Mr. Aaron, the voice, not commercial. What's up, Aaron? What's up? Say, uh, and also Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan. Say, what's up, Kahai? What's up? Gentlemen, we are here. Now, um, it, although we, we are, we are uh, separated right now. Because socially I'm, distanced. Socially distanced, yeah. I'm... Uh, I'm I'm okay. Uh, I'm I'm just a little bit under the weather. Like I don't have like COVID or anything, but like I I, I am sick. I've a I've a sinus infection of a cold. You guys don't need to know any of that stuff. I just don't want to infect the other <laughs> two guys. And uh, uh, I apologize for like my Barry Manilow voice for the for the day. But you know, some people might I might like the change. Maybe <laughs> you know, like like maybe LG just gets sick all the time. His uh, his voice sounds a lot more soothing and reassuring. <laughs> you know, when it's low. <laughs> but hey, you know, we uh, we didn't want to skip this week because we've been skipping a lot next uh last last month so we figured we just do one kind of you know like social distanced so that's this is this is today's uh aloha friday live podcast <laughs> still live <laughs> we're still live and uh you guys are here you guys are joining us thank you so much uh for all the people that are tuning in uh what we do here is we answer any and all of your questions um via chat via emails via voicemails wherever we may get them we try to answer them as best as we can any questions ukulele related questions um Guitar questions, bass questions, clarinet questions, saxophone questions, trumpet questions, right, Kahai? We can answer trumpet questions, right? Uh, some, maybe. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Relationship like, how questions. How many vowels are on a trumpet? I can answer that. And that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, we give law advice, you know? We, no, no, we don't. Uh, we don't. No, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> we don't give legal or, <laughs> or financial advice. We don't do that. So ask us anything except for those two things. But uh, we try to, uh, I'll try to give my, my best two cents, uh, my best two cents and the other guys will give their two cents and we'll come up with the best six cent answer for you uh yeah so here we go kahai what is the first question so uh yvette asked i'm going to purchase a soprano ukulele but i was thinking of adding a pickup Mm. i wasn't sure if it was a good idea since the soprano is small however i do use my ukes for the classroom if i Mm. decided to get a pickup for the soprano ukulele what do you advise uh advise uh, there are so many choices. I don't know the difference between a passive pickup and an active pickup. Um, well, I mean, soprano ukuleles works just like you know, like regular ukuleles. As far as like picking uh, the the pickup goes and stuff, like I think you can um, you can get whatever pickup that you you know that that you want. And I think it would be a good idea to get a pickup if you're using it for a classroom. The uh, the soprano is not going to give you um that big of a sound as uh, not as big as say like a tenor or or even a concert would. So you want to cut through, especially if you're teaching a class, you know. So getting uh, getting amplified is actually a great, great, great decision. Um, as far as um, choices in amplification, you can, uh, you know, you can pick up whatever whatever pickup that you want to use. Uh, the difference between passive and active is, is the active um, is is powered by like a battery, whereas the passive is just you know it just plugs straight right into the um, to the to the amp. So one. Because of the battery, it'll give you a lot more signal, meaning it's just a lot louder. It might be, you know, more beefy as far as the sound goes. Passive, because it um, it picks up just whatever's on the ukulele. It might not have uh, the same kind of uh, um, signal or, or tone or 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 volume as as the active does. But it still does the job. I mean, if you know, if if you want to go that route, the active is definitely going to be a lot more expensive than uh, than the passive, but for a soprano, I would suggest getting a passive pickup and getting just like a nice DI or something like that. That might be good. A DI that you can like control the, um, you know, the volume and the uh, the EQ. That might work out well. You can just plug it in straight if you if you want to. I think um, pickups like uh, what is that? The one that the one that like makes up makes my uh, my DIs. What is that? Is that like LR bags? LR bags makes a great um, makes a great pickup for you know for any size ukulele because it's like kind of this rope looking thing that that goes underneath the saddle of your ukulele so that can fit whatever size it needs to rather than like a say 
um you have to get a specific like a size specific like fishman or any of those ones that that fit on the under saddle of your ukulele whereas like the lr bag is kind of a rope um same you can you can also get like some cheaper ones which should be which should be okay i don't think it's not like you're gonna be using it on stage and it needs to sound like you know like like the best or anything like that if you're just using it for your classroom any should be okay like it, it should be it should be just fine but you know if, if you have you know a, a good bud budget I would suggest getting a passive with a nice DI that you can control EQs and volume and stuff. But if not, just getting a, a passive should be okay. If it's just for the classroom and that's all you're using it for, just get whatever, um, whatever cheap but like um, reliable pickup that you can that you can get. And usually, people um, <clears throat> whoever's gonna set it up for you should should know like what what pickup to uh, what pickup to use. Passive should be fine. You don't need you don't need an active for just classroom work. Especially if it's, you know, I mean, unless you have, you know, like a, like an expensive ukulele that you do want to like, you know, like aspire one day to maybe play on stage or whatever, then maybe, you know, like you want to, and if you have the budget for it, maybe get like a, um, a nice pickup, like a nice active pickup that, but if you're worried about weight also, because usually pa uh, active pickups use nine volts, there are some active pickups that just use, um, the watch batteries which might be good for uh for uh for sopranos so there's lots of choices actually yeah so so you can pick whichever one you want should be good you don't necessarily need like a super duper good you know good one that like that professionals use or whatever if you're just using it for the classroom i, I think that's that's my that's <laughs> that's my advice what do you guys think yeah you i mean if you already have an amp yeah um then that kind of can determine what yeah. what option you're uh, and how much you want to spend yeah determines true. what yeah. what option you want to go with um and then also it depends if you want to actually drill into your ukulele <laughs> if, it's a, <laughs> if it's a really nice ukulele and you don't want to drill mm -hmm. like you know there are some options for that too yeah 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 so so there are like budget options where there there mm -hmm. are like just stick on yeah. um sort of passive or some some of them are active as well right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah stick yeah. on um amplification That's options yeah. so, i just bought um, one i forgot who who made it like i bought one from mike actually so yeah maybe we can have yeah. uh, we can have mike answer this one the next time he comes because there is one that i that i used i actually bought it and it was like 40 bucks 50 bucks it was not that expensive and uh, mm -hmm. and it works fine you know like we stuck it on one of like the collars that they had over at scotty's music and it sounded really good just to try yeah yeah. yeah 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 so that's that's an option as well if you don't um mm -hmm. if yeah you're not too sure who's gonna install it or you have to you're you don't really want to drill into your ukulele just yet mm -hmm. and you you just want to play around with possibly <clears throat> amplifying your ukulele that that's an option as well yeah yeah because yeah. if it's just something like for the classroom you don't need something super heavy duty or anything like that yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And oh. then and then if you do want to drill like if you're not comfortable drilling into your own ukulele and installing a pickup then you have to really like make sure that you get someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I might have yeah. it around here actually. Talk Kai. I'm, I'm going to look for it. <laughs> I, I, I would suggest like even going to a music shop right and then just trying ukuleles with uh different pickups and then mm -hmm. you know asking the shop employees like is this a passive? Is this uh, active? Uh, or like if they know what brand it is even. Mm -hmm. And if later on you order like a custom ukulele from a brand and they install it themselves or you order it from another shop, you can even say like, oh, I tried out these ukuleles at this shop and they had the Fishman pickup or they had this pickup. Yeah. Do you have something of equivalent, you know, sound or signature or type? And they usually will or they'll have advice for you right like they'll be like oh if you want that that's like a, a passive pickup that's kind of like this so we we should we would install maybe this like whatever the fishman or kk or mm -hmm. whatever so yeah, yeah, yeah you can always like i feel like the uh unless you're installing it yourself the person who's installing it too you can talk to them and get their advice and find out what they think is like good or what would fit mm -hmm. your needs best right mm -hmm. yeah because like they're the like an active pickup too uh yeah like aldrin said like you don't really need all the bells and whistles to do mm -hmm. that 
But then another thing is, right, like uh, active pickup usually runs on batteries. So if you, you, you're worried about changing out the batteries all the time and stuff, it's like just get a passive pickup or get something where they have rechargeable batteries now too. Like, so yeah, there's all these different options. Yeah. 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 yeah top, top brands, probably LR bags, Fishman for like active yeah. pickups. Um, <clears throat> MySci also My does, um, it's like a lighter, uh, rechargeable battery. Yeah. So like you that, recharge that it by plugging it in. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 So that's, a, that's an option as mm -hmm. well. They're, um, they're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then KNK for, they have both active and passive, but, um, if you're looking for a passive, like a, a pretty reliable brand of passive, passive pick, pick up KNK and then, um, and then a bunch of other, uh, stick on, yeah. um, pa passive and active. Yeah. Somebody said, uh, Leilani has a non-adhesive stick on. I think that's, that's the, that the one. one that that's the got. one. I think yeah. it's Leilani. That's the one. Yeah. You couldn't find it. I couldn't know. It's, it's an actually in, in my, uh, in action packer in the car. I oh, have okay. it in action packer just in case someone wants to play with us and they don't have a pickup. So I actually yeah. have that in there and that's why I have that. Yeah. And Jim said, uh, alternatively, if you have an app, what about the microphone option for a classroom? I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily suggest that because that means you have to like stay in one place and stuff, you know, like with, with a classroom, it has to be pretty like, um, you know, for lack of a better term, like active, you're actively trying to like help the students out, walk around, you know, like I, I wouldn't necessarily suggest being in front of a microphone all the time. Like you, you kind of need to move. Yeah. I think like plugging in using a pickup is just the best option. I mean, if you have, if, you know, if you have no other options, I guess, you know, like a microphone would do, but it really, if you can plug in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I think too, like, um, if you really want to pick up or you want to try, you know, plugging mm -hmm. in your uke, like mm -hmm. just for that, then look into a pickup. But if, you know, you're kind of telling yourself, I need this to teach my classroom, uh -huh. Uh -huh. I think you might want to like consider like, or like have do a class or ask somebody maybe like, can you sit in the far back of the class and tell me how well you can hear the youth? Because if it's not a huge classroom, I think you'll be surprised by how far it travels, right? The sound and yeah. like what people can even hear without <clears throat> a, a pickup. Because like, if you have a pickup too, that can also mm. introduce problems of like feedback or That's like true. just yeah. interference and noise. And yeah. so if you really don't need it, uh, like it might, instead of being a benefit to you, it might be more of a problem or something. And then yeah, you might just potential, like, yeah, yeah, yeah point of like, failure. I don't want to use this anymore, even. Yeah, I I'm just gonna go unplugged, you know. So, but she yeah. mentioned she had like a soprano, so I don't know how how much that's gonna cut through. Like, if in a small classroom mm -hmm. with like twenty other Everybody, sopranos play, yeah, yeah, twenty other sopranos yeah. playing, and then and then yeah. also like what age group, uh, you know? That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she? Yeah, like and kids and tend to like, wail on their ukuleles, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it's like if it's little kids too, like yeah. the microphone option is probably not the best. Like having like a microphone that's, that's set true. at the the same height as them, <laughs> like you, you're guaranteed gonna have a, a kid that's trying to yeah yeah trying yeah, to derail the class by by uh, yeah, yeah talking into the microphone. So yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, hopefully that answers your question. Um, I if anything, I can bring the. Um, the Leolani pickup next time, like just to kind of show you folks. It's a really great option. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. Um, and then we can use it, just kind of use it on an ukulele so that you guys can hear what it sounds like. Sorry, I don't mm -hmm. have it right with me right now, but I'll bring it next time. Or like, yeah, uh, I mean, I said like go to a local music shop and try it out. That's probably yeah. like the best way you'll get a feeling of that's what true. different yeah. pickups sound <clears throat> like and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if that's not an option just like look online i'm sure there's tons of videos right where they mm -hmm. go through all the different pickup options and like what's the differences and they give sound samples so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah you can i think you can if you have something already in mind that you're interested in you'll probably find resources online that will give you an idea of what it sounds like and yeah. stuff yeah yeah okay cool next uh, question mark said uh what do you think of the tenor risa uke stick uh, and could I put a red unwound low G on it without a problem? Um, I have played those, the, the Risa sticks and stuff. Not, not like the biggest fan of, of, of that, uh, but I mean, like it sounds, sounds okay plugged in, you know, but just like the form of it, 
like because it doesn't it doesn't have like you know like the curves of like a full size ukulele or whatever and it's not even like that it's you know like the regular curves if if say like uh you have a thin body or whatever it's not even just that but it's just like kind of straight looking with like with no curves at all it's tough to like you know to get my my arm position and and really get like really play the you know the the thing or uh play it well anyway i mean you can play just whatever <clears throat> if you're just doing chords if you're just playing that like that's fine but really getting into like some like higher level stuff like it would it would require a lot of um, a lot of attention like I'm not saying you can't but i just <clears throat> i just feel strap. like yeah like well even with the strap it's it's like thin here it's hard. Like, I've, yeah because yeah, yeah. uh, you know had the like, Dwayne had one like and uh -huh. i when i used to do um like open mics with Dwayne, he would just bring it up he's like isn't this cool i'm like that's you know it's it's fine <laughs> like it's 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 plugged in and it's a uke i guess you know but not not hating on it or anything but just it's, it's tough to play that's all you know like if but if um if i needed something like for for travel or whatever or if i'm just like playing with with like a um like an ukulele group and whatnot like and, and i have an, a small little app with me why not it works i'm just playing you know like playing all like down here just strumming like that's not a, that's not a problem but if i'm you know if i'm playing a gig or whatever i wouldn't necessarily gig with it just because just the form for me is, is not you know not all there i but i think they, they sound they sound fine you know if if you're uh if you're just using it for those purposes, I think I think it's okay. Um, putting a low G on it, uh, as long as the the nut can handle, I think it should be fine. Like I just, you know, I think that's that's the only hurdle if you're switching from a low or high G is if the nut can handle. What I mean by that is if uh, you know that there's indentations. This is the nut of your ukulele right here. Okay, this this white part that you know that goes between the uh, the the neck and the headstock of your ukulele that's where the strings lie so if you look at here it, the, the strings are going to lie down on on that and that's the nuts it's zero fret okay so uh sometimes like the groove here where the strings will lie on um is specifically made for a high g meaning if you put a fatter string which is like a like a low g on there it might not fit into the slot uh, therefore, it's gonna like sit at the top, and that might you run into problems where like might come off and stuff. And you know, some people would probably say like, "Oh, just make the slot bigger and stuff." But you, you have no idea how much problems that would cause if you like just manually did it yourself without kind of any knowledge of uh, of how to make that slot you know bigger without without causing anything. Because if you make it bigger, um, you might run into the problems of making it lower. And if you make it lower, that you're gonna run into those problems of it buzzing and maybe the intonation kind of you know kind of goes and stuff. So uh, try to see if it fits. If it doesn't fit, see uh, go to your local music store and see if somebody can just kind of you know uh, make make the nut wider for you. Uh, they should kind of know how to do that. But I wouldn't suggest doing it yourself because you know buzzing is is not <clears throat> is not fun. Because even if you go back to your high G, that's going to be in lower than, than than it was, and it's going to buzz too. So just make sure if it doesn't fit right on the on the nut, have somebody do it for you. But other than that, I think that's the only like um, uh, the only problem that you might run into switching strings. I mean, your ukulele should be able to handle it, um, and and without without any other problems. I think that's it. Just just a nut thing. The the saddle is not not a problem or anything like that. So yeah, go for it. If it fits, then it fits. If not, then see somebody to just get it get it wide. The the drumstick doesn't have a head to it either, right? Not as right as a headstock. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird looking, and it's just like I don't know. And I like a good balance of, of ukulele. So I'm like not the guy to like to, to ask about that because like you know some people love them. You know what I mean? Like for yeah. for just yeah. for travel, for like ease of you know like uh, just space wise and stuff, and you don't need to carry this like this case around around and just carry this nice little stick i get that and that's yeah. like that's the gimmick of it you know like it's it's a stick like you can carry it wherever but um you throw it in a backpack yeah throw it in a backpack it's <laughs> yeah. it's totally fine i guess for those kind of uses or if you're just like maybe if you're like a songwriter and um you know like you don't really want to bother people like you don't have to plug it in and it sounds you know like you you can hear like the chords and just trying to write songs maybe like 
um, you want to go like hike somewhere and you don't want like, you know, something too, uh, too bulky to put in your backpack, but you want to like go out in nature and write your song or whatever, you know, whatever you're into. Like, I think that would be a pretty good, you know, good call. Just bring that. It's not necessarily loud. Well, it's not loud at all. You know, like it's, it's as loud as say like an electric guitar and, um, you can use it to, you can use it to write, you can use it to, you know, just for those kind of things. But as far as like, um, any kind of serious yuking with it like i wouldn't necessarily use it but it, it does have its it, it has its place i i, I don't like you know I, I don't like pooping on any ukes <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's kind of what i'm trying to get out of here like there's that there's there's a there's a person for for every ukulele there's a person for it you know there's an audience mm -hmm. for that and that's cool and yeah. it's just not me <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think like that. That's kind of why, like, whenever yeah. people ask us, like, "What's your opinion on this?" You great, yeah. And I think most times they kind of want us to either say like, "Yeah, we like it," so they can feel good about like, "Oh, then I'm gonna get it," or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> it. But then it really is like, uh, what might not work for us? Like other people. Yes. I mean, there have been ukuleles that we said like. Uh, I don't think it's the greatest. And then they're like, oh, I love this Zook. And it's like, <laughs> that's perfectly fine, right? Yeah. Because it's yeah, just, yeah. there are yeah. things that are just personal <laughs> preference that people connect with and people enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah. And people are going to see me in person and we're like, so what do you really think about? <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much is. What yeah, <laughs> that's what I actually think. Because honestly, like like I said, I've had experiences with it and stuff. Like my friend Dwayne has one. He loves it, you know, like. And uh, and it's it's good. He's like he's an architect, so like he just keeps it with him. So whenever he wants to jam, doesn't necessarily want to bother other people. Like it's nice, quiet, and it's like portable. So that's cool. There's there's something for everybody. And that's and I, I'm not the audience for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. That's okay. As, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always thought of it as like something that you would take with you in order to keep practicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you didn't have to you didn't have to bring your whole ukulele. It's just like a just the basically just the fretboard of the ukulele that you can pick on <laughs> right. and you can you can practice you can keep practicing on the road um yeah, yeah when you're away because like I, I feel like even what we're saying about the yuksik right i think yeah. that's pretty much what they said about like the first electric guitars like yeah why would you want a guitar that doesn't make any sound? Yeah. Like, what's the, that's the point of the guitar, right? Uh -huh. and, or, or like, you, you mean you have to plug it in before you can hear it? Yeah. That's so stupid, you yeah. know? And then now it's like, oh, like, it's... I bet, like, the people who are saying that were like, I should have jumped in on that. Like, <laughs> I should have bought some Fender stock back. Gibson <laughs> came to me and it, yeah. it was like railroad track, like, you know, metal and stuff. I thought it was so stupid. Oh, dang oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> see, yeah. see, that's, that's it. You know what I mean? Don't, don't dismiss anything because like even back then, okay, if, if I'm going to be, you know, not controversial or whatever, but if, if I'm going to bring up some stuff like way back when, when we did like Nam and stuff and we would like see all these, you know, all these smaller ukulele companies like coming up and whatnot. If you would ask me like 10 years ago, 2000, yeah, we were, we were doing Nam 2000, so 20, 10 years ago that like that uh like that some of the big companies now like flight and like uh who else you know um there's there's like another one like a new way new way like all of these companies i would not have predicted that they would be like as big as they are now i would you know like and i mean i'm not saying that they wouldn't have like have gotten big at all like i think they would have found some success but i think like they made some some great decisions in the past like five six years with you know with their artists and like in their social media and whatnot and like and just with the quality of stuff that they've been making that they're you know they're actually a great name so i just i don't ever want to dismiss any ukulele or any ukulele company just because you know whatever whatever like opinion that you have now doesn't necessarily mean this is going to be the same thing or their ukuleles are going to sound the same or going to build it exactly the same 10 years from now because yeah i would have been you know if you'd asked me about let's just let's just stay flight you know like if you asked me about flight 10 years ago i'd be like i don't i don't know like not i'm not the audience for it but now look there's like a huge audience for it you know like i'm still not yeah, the yeah. audience for it like just to you know to be honest but it's it's great and there's there's a bunch of people that you know that that endorse it a lot of people have been you know talking uh lots of great stuff about it and and i don't doubt that i've, I've played myself you know some uh some flight and they're they're all right you know definitely better than yeah. they were 10 years ago so it, it that's that's a good thing everybody can always get better and, and that's yeah yeah <laughs> i think it's just because like what our wants and needs from a ukulele it doesn't align with like 
somebody else, but then yeah. for another person, it's like, this is the perfect ukulele for me, right? This yes. is what I was looking for in ukulele. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. Lu like Luna's yeah. another one. I was the, that was the other one that I was I was thinking of. There's like yeah. like Luna, Luna. Uh, has you know. It's like it seemed at the very yeah. like, when they first came out, it was like oh this is just like trying to jump on the bandwagon, yeah. kind of gimmicky yeah. with like the graphics and everything, and then they did a lot of things right. So right you know, now now they're established and yeah people people love them. So yeah, kind of like, um... go back to those you know go back to those original like. Uh, um, interviews that we did with those two companies, you're like, oh man, like I don't know about those ukes, but now you know, like, and see they'll, how they'll be right? around in a few yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't want to dismiss anybody just because that, you know, that has kind of proven me not wrong already because I, it's not like I said they were bad or anything, but it's just proven to me that you can, you can, you know, like get get better. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think like was it Ohana or it was one of those brands too, mm -hmm. and they had like a yellow ukulele with like a smiley face on it. Oh, Mahalo, like, that's Mahalo. Yeah, Mahalo. Yeah, Mahalo yeah. Kalala, yeah. It's just like, oh man, that, like, I would never buy that for a kid. <laughs> but then they said, like, right, like, I think that they're was like, their, their, yeah, top seller top of seller. the year or yeah. something. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's just, that's what kids want. Or, and that's the important thing. So, yeah. 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 It's, it's for somebody, you know, some, somebody wants that yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Next up. Vicky said, uh, if my A string keeps getting pulled off the neck when I'm doing a pull off, is it because I'm just trying too hard? Wait, what? Like, if, if your A string is pulling off the neck, as in, like, if it's coming off your. Your... I think so. I think that's what they're saying. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that Coming is off a the nut. that's a nut problem. It's a nut. Yeah, that's problem. a nut problem. <laughs> that is not that is not you. That's a nut problem because here, watch. Like, I'm gonna pull off as as much as possible here, and it's still it's still there. You know what I mean? Like. I'm gonna pull off this much. See that? Look how much how much I'm pulling off here. It should still stay the same. So that's not a you problem. That that's a, that's a nut problem. Um, get this looked at by somebody that that knows what they're doing because that shouldn't be yep. doing that. <laughs> uh, and then if yeah, if you're worried about mm -hmm. it pulling off too, if you're pulling off too hard, mm -hmm. it's just like yeah, just uh, I mean the pull off should make a noise, yeah. but then. More than that, like when you're adding more force to a pull off, it doesn't yeah. necessarily make it sound better. But yeah, yeah, that that shouldn't happen either way. No, yeah. no, it's it's like it probably means that um, just like I was talking about earlier, the the slot the slot on the on on the nut the slot here is might not be big enough for the A string that you're or, using. I don't know if you changed strings recently, but um, maybe the gauge of the strings that you're using now might not be whatever gauge of the strings that that nut was meant for. So it might be like thicker if, if you maybe went for a higher tension or whatever, whatever, maybe or even a lower tension in this case, you know, since it's, it's, it should be bigger, um, maybe not quite fitting in the in the slot that great. And that's why it's like it's raised up it's because it, it's not, you know, down all the way. If it's raised up and you do this, that's definitely going to come off. So it's it's def it's a nut problem. Or just not the the nut is not fit correctly with the strings that you're yeah using. that you're using, and that that yeah. happens. That that's why you know like because um if you did change whatever the original strings on there might have been thinner and uh, and the maker just like compensated for for whatever strings that he put on there and like and it fits perfectly for those set of strings. Um, so for example, I if I'm using say like. Uh, even just like Oculus, they're super, you know, like um, super common now versus like, say, uh, like a Diodari Pro Arte. Diodari Pro Arte is going to be on the thicker side rather than, you know, or even just like worth, like worth clears to like two Diodarios. That's, you know, that's still a little bit bigger in, uh, in, in diameter. So it's just, just the string diameter might be a little bit too big for the, the slot in your nut. Next. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Two, that was two cents. So we need six cents answer yep. for everybody. <laughs> You're probably not pulling off too hard, but uh, you you might want to just not try as hard if you feel like you are pulling off too hard and that's what's causing it. Mm -hmm. But it's probably your nut. So yeah, yeah that was yeah. an easy one. Just yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Bam. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't need to phone a friend. <laughs> we need to go, Corey, what's wrong with this uke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it's like oh or, they would they would probably be able to fix it or, yeah yeah they or would. help with yeah. that so it's yeah. like uh, that guy at what is it who wants to be a millionaire who like the last question he's like dad i'm calling you to tell you that i'm gonna win yeah. <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire yeah, <laughs> yeah i would just so. I, I would just call cory like cory 
I just wanted to call you to tell you I got this question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't need your help. Okay, I don't need your help, Corey. Okay, bye. Go back to, to I don't know, like making beautiful music. <laughs> All right, okay. next. Juan asks, what's a good reverb and delay pedal for the Ooh, ukulele? Okay. All right. Okay. My personal favorite, RV5 from Boss. Boss, like, just in general, I have just been, you know, like, the best pedals to me tone wise to use on ukuleles but reverb is one of those things that like <clears throat> nobody really gets wrong i i think you know like reverb is such a like a common um uh pedal or, or effect to use that you can't go wrong you know like there's there's a really good daryl lecture one that i used to use for my guitar that was really good um and it looked fancy like just so if you like if you're into aesthetics of how like uh, pedals look Dare Electro definitely like makes some beautiful looking pedals. Um, Boss makes some nice heavy duty looking pedals. But if you're if you're asking which one I use, I definitely use the RV5. It's 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 awesome. And um, what else? Uh, yeah, just any well, any reverb. Even pedal. for delay. Oh, delay. Yeah, even for delay. I use a DD6 or DD7 for for my delay, um, and that one works well. Yeah. So Boss pedals, um, just delay reverb um like distortion metal zone uh like phaser like all that stuff is all like boss pedals they're um they can be pricey depending on which uh which pedal you want and stuff but they're heavy duty and um yeah they typically yeah, last forever yeah. <laughs> and uh because you're you're basically you're stepping on it you know what i mean like just you're uh -huh. constantly like beating it you're constantly stepping on it. and i think that matters you know like as far as the, as the pedal goes the build matters but i mean but with, with reverb I don't think you can go wrong with anything. I know, like some guitar, like guitar people would be like, "No, you can definitely go wrong with some some <laughs> reverb pedal." But like, if you're playing ukulele, uh, you don't necessarily need a lot of reverb. You know, you don't need it to be that wet. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, something with with like a good uh, room, like a room reverb would be nice, or like a hall. Like a hall is nice also, but I would go more just for just for room. That'd be that'd be really nice. Yeah, I think if you're starting off, right, yeah. like Boss is like the go-to and the golden standard. Yeah. And a lot of other pedals base the kind of like the starting point off of like Boss yeah. pedals. And then from there, they go to like more extremes or they, they're more detailed or they yeah. figure, they dial it in. But really like, yeah, the Boss pedals, I mean, I think pretty much any professional, right? Like if you mm. check out their pedal board, mm. they'll have at least like, one yeah, or boss two pedal. boss pedals yeah, on man. there yeah. so yeah yeah it's it it they are the golden sounder for a reason and like you said they're they're built really well right like they last forever yeah so the secondhand market for them like you should be able to find yeah they they're they kind of upgrade their pedals every so often so like uh they might go from like it might be labeled as like d1 for delayed and then they go to d2 series and d3 yeah. right yeah d so the but dd five dd6 that i use is digital delay six yeah or seven or whatever yeah. number it is <laughs> but you can kind of like you can look at like what's the newest one that's mm -hmm. out right now mm -hmm. and then go like okay i'll go like a couple series back <laughs> yeah, or whatever just ebay it and yeah. it'll be like 50 dollars or something right yeah. what mm -hmm. what is a hundred dollar pedal usually brand new it will be like 50 dollars. so yeah if you just want to try it out and it's yep. solid it's solid just but it doesn't have to be boss it doesn't have to be like any kind of name brand stuff yeah. but like and like like I said, reverb is is such a like common like effect that you can't you can't go wrong. Even like uh, I have a multi effects pedal from Zoom, like a Zoom five hundred five two, I believe is what I have, and um mm -hmm. and that like the reverb and like and the auto wah and like the uh, the the delay, you can still dial all those stuff in, and it sounds you know like pretty close to what you could get from with like with a standalone mm -hmm. pedal so and that was like 75 bucks at the time i don't think there's 75 bucks now and stuff but like um multi-effects pedals you can get you know like uh a lot bang for your buck because you get more than just one effect and with ukulele you know it's not like you have it's not like an electric ukulele where like you can really dial in on the tone and whatnot it's like it's just for fun i'm sure right mm -hmm. yeah yeah it kind of in general like the more expensive a pedal is is because the tone is more specific and yeah. then to dial it into what people generally like 
is usually easier, right? Mm -hmm. Like they can just go like, oh, I just put my settings at five all across the board yeah. and it sounds great. Yeah. But then for cheaper pedals, it's like you might have to like kind of tinker with it a little bit or yeah. like really figure it out. But then you can, yeah, you can make it sound mm -hmm. great. And then some people prefer like once they have it dialed in, they're like, I'm never changing this. This is <laughs> stuck on my board. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking this with it wherever I want go. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are it's like one of those things again. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, it's so one of those things where it's it's we can tell you what are good options, but at the end of the day, it is personal preference again. What you find yeah. and what you like. Yeah, I was gonna say that like there are people that spend like thousands of dollars like on their you know just mm. like their pedal setup and stuff, getting the right tone and whatever. But I don't know. Like I actually like try to save as much as I can by just being happy with whatever tone my ukulele gives me, just by like just yeah. plugging it in, you know. And but I, yeah. I do like I do suggest people try out pedals just to have fun with. Like um, definitely yeah. reverb. You know, that's that's one of the pedals that I would like use. You know, on uh, on on stage if if um just so that I don't bother the um the like the sound guy to like can you give me some reverb on my ukulele? Like he you can just control it yourself. And I think those those are great. Yeah, I think there is like a video where it's like a three thousand dollar boutique pedal, right? Jesus. There's only like a hundred <laughs> made ever, and then the guy like had that, and then a uh, hundred fifty, hundred dollar, hundred fifty dollar like knockoff of that uh -huh. same exact pedal, <laughs> and it's like, uh, it hurts, but it's like with this knockoff, you get like eighty percent of the way there, really, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. and and I think most people wouldn't even notice, so it really is kind of like uh, yeah. yeah and that too like you you would need like not just the right pedal but like the right amp to make that pedal sound like you know mm -hmm. as as good as, it, as yeah. it should or spin like spin yeah. more on the amp if anything <laughs> yeah so that's it, it's it's really you know it's really up to you like to see what what your budget is and what you want to do and with with you can stuff using pedals usually you just do it for fun unless you're like a super professional that needs like all these pedals. I mean, there's guys like Kale has like you know lots of uh, lots of pedals. I saw Chris Fujigami recently, and he has like you know like a control room to like to launch a rocket ship <laughs> with, you know. Yep. But that's what I used to be, and I'm just like I'm just so much happier not carrying all that stuff around. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, next. Plug and play. Yeah, plug and play, man. <laughs> that's it. And like the uh, you have no idea like how how much like the like sound guys appreciate like not having so much stuff that they gotta like and they gotta work around because uh mm -hmm. whenever yeah. we go and it's just like um we tell people i just i just need a di just like two di's two microphones that's our setup and they're like oh okay and then when we plug in our sound check lasts i don't know like five minutes ten minutes or something like <laughs> and then they're like yeah. oh all right not you even. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I have a huge line six pedal board mm -hmm. and it's like the old multi effects everything you can set uh, different like different sounds for each pedal right so you can just yeah. swap through them and then after like <laughs> I just use like a VST like a virtual amp on my <laughs> <Yeah>. computer <laughs> like, I don't want to pull out that pedal board and plug it like if I'm gonna run it through my computer might as well it, like wait and how much it takes to set up it it's a i think it's a pretty big factor in how much you you end up using it too so. yeah 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 okay see i didn't need Corey for uh, that one either <laughs> <laughs> Corey, we Corey. got this one too yeah we got this go, one, go back to doing this cool yeah, yeah go yeah. go go play more beautiful music <laughs> uh yoda asked have you tried the tone wood amp that uses the body of the ukulele to generate the sound i have not i i want to I want to. I've I've seen so much videos on it and stuff. Um, there's like that guitar that that does it too, and uh, it has it built in. Yeah, has a right? built-in thing. Like I want to try that yeah. out. We tried something similar at Nam. Like I thought that was a you know that was a cool gimmick. I remember like it was like a guitar that I tried with it. You know, and it was yeah. it was all was right. it Yamaha? I don't no, remember. It was, it was like, so long ago. I think it was like a a the small a smaller brand, right? Like smaller yeah. than Yamaha and just like on their own. Too. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it was a Yamaha in the the old uh, music shop. Music shop. Yeah. yeah. I think Mike showed me one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I played it. Yeah. I remember trying those out, and they're they're pretty cool, you know. And and because it's been years, I'm sure like the um uh the quality has gone has has only gone up since then. So I, I'm really curious to try it. And this is one of those moments where like man. You know, like I, I wish we, you know, we, we went to Nam 
But then they're like the 99 other things that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm glad we don't have anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it's it's rare things like this where like, oh yeah, I would like to try that, you know? But uh-huh. <laughs> I think, yeah, Mike said that like, at least for the guitar, yeah. uh, the reason why like somebody, so, a local musician, <clears throat> why bought it mm-hmm. is because they just like gig, right? And like they gig, uh, they used to gig at the marina, I think, mm-hmm. or something. Oh. And so like, they just didn't want to carry around mm. a separate amp with their guitar, so they just take their guitar and it's yeah, just strapped yeah. around yeah. them. And like, if it's to twenty people around you, yeah. like that's you don't need a huge amp. So yeah, yeah. that, that no. worked for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Does you want to know if there is any ukuleles that have that come with it? I don't know. Yeah, I I'm think guessing the, if he's asking, there's. I don't know if it's like flight again or like one of those like because uh i thought i saw one on um on feng e's youtube channel i i oh. think that was a guitar but i think there's like an ukulele version of whatever that was i think you know like i don't i don't want to i don't want to say that there is but i i thought i saw something like like that that would be really cool though like and it has yeah. like built-in effects too it's not just like the built-in app and stuff it's like built-in effects reverb and and it's it's like so trippy because they're just they're they're playing the you know the guitar and then like uh, a, a delay is coming out of nowhere and it's like what is, yeah that's so trippy yeah. yeah i remember try that was that was the one that i tried a long time ago and i'm just like this is this is insane yeah i guess david in the chat said enya has enya that's what it was not 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 for enya, an amp. enya. Yeah. yeah with yeah. effects yes yeah well there was another one um I when, when say... we did um the the san diego festival with you collect the pros i think they gave away one of those um one of those guitars that has like the the built-in effects on it yeah, i think uh and i think like yamaha too like yeah. they're they're doing it but i think it's kind of like you buy the actual things inside of it to mm-hmm. emulate the amp and to come from the uh, body mm-hmm. so i don't think it's like uh you know brand specific i think it's like something that they can integrate with multiple mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. just like you have to build your youth to it but i think yeah. it's, like, the a, parts, it's like an add-on or something <laughs> yeah i think they can mm-hmm. uh, yeah somebody said the uh, it's a yamaha trans acoustic that's what they they're you're called the mm-hmm. yamaha cool. cool 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 uh yeah you want to go to the next question yes next one yeah we don't we don't have much to say because we haven't tried it but yeah. there's definitely oh, lava lava was the one that i was thinking mm. there's a there's yeah there's like a brand called lava ukuleles mm. or lava music and that they have yeah. i think they have something yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay uh, next up. audrey audrey said uh what's the best way to learn ukulele fretboard theory um fretboard theory is like kind of knowing your notes on the you know on the fretboard or just like music theory through the fretboard but learning your fretboard, um, easiest way is using, you know, of course, the, um, the, the fret markers, like the, the dots here on, on your ukulele. That's the best way to kind of do it. Um, but as far as theory on, you know, on the ukulele or the ukulele fretboard, what's the best way to learn theory? Um, start off by just that, by learning like the notes on your, you know, on your fretboard. And kind of knowing, um, knowing where one string ends and the other one begins. And what I mean by that is, say, like, like C, you know, like, of course, it doesn't end here. It goes, it keeps going. But when you play this, that's basically the same thing as this. And then that ends there because this note here is just that. So if you play something like, um, like a scale, instead of playing. And then going up with just like with the one string, knowing like when to you know when to move down is is a is is great when learning theory, and um just kind of there's drills that you can do to get better at that, and just kind of knowing which you know which note is is what. And like one of the drills that I like to do is kind of like adding to each string every time. I'll do I'll do a, a scale. So for example, if I'm doing like the C scale, notice that I'm only playing two notes on the C string. And going down, then I'll add another note, uh, another note on the C string. Next time I go, then add another one. Oh. I haven't done it in a while. That's it. You know, so you just kind of keep adding one to uh, to to each string as as you. 
do the uh, the scale over and over again. And of course, you do it with with all the scales instead of just like C and stuff. Just to kind of know that like okay, well now in in theory you know that like these are the C notes and you know in the in that or it's the notes in the C major scale in this string. And also because you say you're going up here, you don't want to like um, say say reach this for example. This is the G. You don't want to go here and then like skip E altogether and then go to the A when you go here you'll use a different you know kind of fingering for the rest of this rest of the scale so be so that's kind of like learning the C major scale on every single part of your of your ukulele and then knowing where all the uh, all the notes in C is so it's not just this So no matter where you are in the fretboard, you should kind of know where every single C major scale note is that way. Um, <clears throat> rinse and repeat for every other scale. Uh, and also just kind of knowing shapes is another is another great way to uh, to do theory on you know on the fretboard. So like kind of knowing, say like a G shape, moving this up and down the fretboard and like knowing the corresponding string that um that's that gives you the the chord so in this case so what i mean by that so if you do a g chord shape right the corresponding string is this one is the e string because that's the g note so meaning if you just you know because this is open if you mute the top move the shape around whatever note that this e string lands on in this case this is a c note meaning this is a c major chord the A major chord because it's the A note here is B flat so that'll be B flat C D E F so on and so forth and that goes with like every single chord shape there's like so much so there's not like a what's like your best advice on like on learning like uh, the fretboard theory or whatever like fretboard theory would just be learning all the notes on your fretboard and you can kind of do that by you know by by using your your, your dots like I said but the the part there that like that kind of makes things difficult is the theory part that, that you said because if you're learning music theory just there's like no shortcut like to it but i guess using shapes might be a shortcut but you still kind of have to know the you know like the notes and the scales and stuff you still have to know what notes are on your fretboard and the best way to do that use your uh, use your your dots and how do you use your dots um by Say for example, knowing all the notes in, in the dots. Instead of le learning all the notes for all the frets, just learn the notes in the dots and you should be good because everything is relative. So for example, the first dots here on the, on the third fret, we have C, we have G, we have D sharp, and we have B flat. So we have B flat, D sharp, G, C. So if I were to say, uh, what note is E string fourth fret? So here, Knowing that this is G on the third fret, then that must be a G sharp. So everything is relative to this uh, to this dot or this dot right here. So in this dot, we have C, we have F, we have A, we have D. So if this is if this is A, E, str uh, e string fourth fret should still be a G sharp because G sharp A flat this is your A. You just move it down one fret. That'd be a, uh, a flat. If you guys are like, whoa, how do we do this? Um, check out UU Plus. And on UU Plus, we have what's called Mastering Your Fretboard. And uh, if if you use that, if you use that, like that should take care of, uh, of, of you knowing fretboard theory or just knowing your fretboard in general is mastering it. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's what the title says, right? We use um, acronyms to kind of, you know, memorize the, uh, the, the fretboard. So you guys can check that out. I believe you guys can, you know, it, you guys can just watch it for free on, if you have a UU plus account, but it might be a standalone um, thing on shop.ukulelaunderground. So if you want just that, you can definitely buy that just as a standalone course on shop.ukulelaunderground.com. Right, Kai? Yep. Yeah, it's there. It is there. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, and good, good, good. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. sign up for UU+. Plus. I want to just learn this, and then that's it. But, I mean, just sign up for UU+, Plus because, like, I think for the same price, you get a month of UU+, Plus, private lessons, all that good stuff, so... Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. all, all that. And then, and then for, for UU Plus members, if you're interested in theory, like practical application yeah. of theory, like fretboard theory, um, Solo Secrets Revealed is yes. a good course that's available for all UU Plus members. 
and that really breaks down how you can use like actually apply mm -hmm. music theory like fretboard music theory to playing and improvising yeah, yeah. on your ukulele and then also um there was a master class that we filmed like a long time ago with Imua and he talks about a concept that he calls sequencing. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much the same, like very similar to what Aldrin was talking about. Yeah. Like knowing different, um, knowing how to master like a certain scale on mm -hmm. your ukulele in yeah. different parts of your fretboard. Yeah. So yeah, that one was like... Because he was basically just like playing around, yeah, and it it, it feels like play, mm -hmm. but it's actually practicing, like mm -hmm. you know. So, mm -hmm. so his yeah, Imua Garza and his concept of sequencing that that's like a yeah. fun one to to check out. UU yeah. plus all that I, stuff. UU plus. I think a lot of people put uh, a lot of weight into like, do you know all the notes? What's the what's the name of this note on this fret? And it's like uh yeah i can tell you but uh actually like using it in a song is more important than just being like i can name every single note of every single fret <laughs> and yeah. so like yeah if you're you're gonna do you know like what we were saying or what aldrin said like learn the you know learn this scale on this this uh uh string or like move it along and stuff like you probably should like uh, don't just go like, okay, I learned the C skill. Now I learned C sharp. Now I learned D. Now I learned D sharp. That's what like some people do. And then it's like, nah, that's okay. But then eventually they're like, ah, I'm kind of burnt out. And it's like, well, it's probably because you're not actually playing songs. You're just <laughs> playing scales and you're just going through it, right? The end result, what you want to do, I think what everybody wants to do is play a song. So if you know a song and you know that it's in the key of G, then that's where it's like, okay, I'm going to learn my G scale to better know this song mm -hmm. and yeah. better know what makes this song sound the way it does, what notes it's using, what notes can I use to play along with this song. Mm -hmm. That's like really the end goal, right? Like don't, uh, don't confuse like just knowing a bunch of stuff for like that end goal of like playing a song. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Uh, Cedric said, uh, please give your opinion on Rezo Ukes. Um, so. They're loud. They're definitely pretty loud. They resonate as, as the, uh, you know, as the name implies. Same thing. There's an audience for it. You know, like, I don't necessarily need it to be that loud. If you're playing that type of music, too, if you like playing bluegrass and, you know, and um, or, or, or along those lines, if you like playing some uh, some Tin Pan Alley and whatever, that's that's definitely the way to go but that's that's what they're for you know they sh they're they're meant to resonate they're meant to be loud they're meant to have a kind of a tinny sound to match the uh the the style of music that you're playing you know so if if you play that it's it's great those those things are great i'm not once again the audience for this because i don't play bluegrass i don't play that type of uh, that type of music and stuff so i don't necessarily need one or i don't have a need for it but you know there's there's guys like um there's guys like like James Hill that plays like Rezo Ukes and is like man maybe I need one <laughs> you know it's like he he makes it sound so good and uh, but I just usually talk myself out of it like no nah, no you're not you're not James Hill <laughs> you know like you know yeah you, know, <laughs> you need to be as good as James Hill to do it but if if you um you know if you like that sound if you like that type of music definitely go for it um I'm not once again the audience for uh, for for Rezo Ukes but I'm not saying they're bad because. There's there's definitely an audience. There's a big audience for that, so it's it's cool. Especially if you're like, um, if you want to stand out, you know, if you want to stand out, you want to like tower over everybody sound wise. And if you feel like you know, like everybody needs to hear my uke, definitely <laughs> get a Resu ukulele because that's that's how you get there. <laughs> I think our you know, I think people feel like we might be discouraging people mm -hmm. from getting it. Like right, they're like, oh. It just like I saw James and it looked so cool and I was like my finger was right on the trigger but then you guys said like ah oh, don't get it or whatever but yeah. I think that just I, I'm pretty sure that comes from right like all of us have bought music things yeah. that is like this is so cool and then like in a year it's like <laughs> how often do you play it? <laughs> yeah. I have like I have multiple glass slides is like that I never touch right and it's just there's all these there's always like uh, I don't want to say music like they're kind of like gimmicks or props or like mm. things that people use to make very musical and very good music but then if it's not for you it's like you're probably not gonna pick it up so yeah. just 
you know, like if you don't want to go out and just buy something right away, if you do, that's perfectly fine. But I think the best advice is always to go to a local music store, try it out, yeah. play it, play it for like, you know, as long as you can. And then like uh, my mom, when I played a guitar and I put it down and I was like, I don't know if I want to spend that much on that guitar. Yeah. We walked around the music store and then she's like, Kahai, you've come back to the same guitar like three times. <laughs> like if we leave Buy today and then we come in tomorrow and it's not here, are you going to be like crushed? And I was like, yes, I am. So I'm going to get this guitar. <laughs> yeah. I think if you feel like that, then it's like, yeah, it's probably made for you. But if it's like something you put down, mm. you walk over to something else and you forget about it, then it's like, oh, maybe that <laughs> money that you would have spent on it, maybe it's, you know, can be yeah, spent yeah. in a better way. Yeah. So yeah. Was, that's just the thing. <clears throat> there was one time um, I was with Tito Boy and Tito Boy, he plays ukulele, he also, but he mainly plays guitar and stuff and, and jam with him. One of my one of my best friends. And um, we were on Oahu. And there's a music shop on Oahu, like at Ward Warehouse. I, f- I forget what it's what it's called, but there's a music shop there. And um, we were just cruising. I think we were there for the uh, the anime convention. <laughs> okay, so um, irrelevant. But anyway, that's what we were there for. And he saw this like this Gibson, this jumbo Gibson guitar. And he's like, he doesn't have a Gibson. He loves jumbo guitars. He's a bigger dude, so he loves jumbo guitars. He saw it, and I believe it was like fifteen hundred dollars. And then he's like, man, it's only 1500 bucks. Like, should I get it? Blah, 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 blah. He's like, nah, I don't know. I don't need another guitar, but I really want it. And then, like you said, we went around the store. He always goes back to that, to that one guitar. And then I think the next time we went to Oahu, he went to go, you know, he went to go see if it was still there. He went to buy it. It's, it's gone. And like, and that guitar is now over like two grand or whatever. I think it's like maybe twenty five at, at this point. And he's like, I should have bought it when it was like fifty dollars or whatever. <laughs> and to this day, he still like he still remembers that like that time. He's like, oh, remember oh. that jumbo that I should have gotten? I'm like, yeah, I remember that because you remind you remind me every time I see you. You know, and so it's one of those like it, you you just 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 get it if if it's calling to you. You know, just just go heed the call so to speak <laughs> yeah yeah and then resonator ukuleles guitars instruments they have a very specific sound to them mm, yeah so like if the music that you play like calls for that sound yes. there's no real way of replicating that sound with any yeah. other instrument mm. so like you know if if you're going to use it if that's the style that you yeah. like then yeah definitely get one if not if you're just going to play mm-hmm. around with it then I don't know. It's 50-50, I guess, right. at that point. If yeah. you're just interested in it, maybe just like borrow a friend's one. Or like, yeah, you know. see if you're into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, um, that- I remember being in Italy and uh, and they had like these banjo-yukes on, like, just on display and stuff and I picked it up. Immediately, I went... <laughs> yeah. Because that yeah. that was played on like a like a little banjo or a banjo uke, and, uh, you know. In, in that case, I yeah, just yeah. immediately went there because I'm like, you know what this sounds like, and it sounds uh-huh. like you know that like that kind of that kind of music. So if you like playing that, you can't replicate it because my uke doesn't sound like that, you know, like that yeah. that's that kind of banjo-y sound. So if if uh, like Aaron said, if you play the type of music that that is perfect for, why not just go for it? You know, yeah, we yeah. don't. So that's sure what we're there, saying. We're not the is... audience. <laughs> There probably is a pedal for it, but it, I don't know. I haven't heard anything that really replicates no, yeah, that sound well. Yeah. yeah, like especially that resonator sound. It's like, it just is it's pretty unique. It to, comes to from it. the <laughs> instrument and, and when you play it, you feel it too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not going to get that same feeling from like any yeah. artificial means. So yeah. Yeah. And when I played I with think, James and he had the uh, resonator, he kind of played it like a lap steel. So I was like, "Oh, that, yeah. that's like perfect for it. Why? Like, why? <laughs> why would you yeah. play? Why would you play just for like you know, um, country or bluegrass and stuff? Because like that was that was an insane like, uh, great use for it because it it resonates uh-huh. and he just kind of used the slide and stuff and he tuned it up and he. I'm like, that is genius, James. Come on, <laughs> man, give it up, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think James does like a lot of stuff that with a lot of different <laughs> instruments or a lot of different types. And then whenever he puts out a new video, right, we get people like, I just saw James' new video. I think I need to buy a baritone ukulele and tune it to B A B A B B E B E or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. 
but I think that's that's kind of what makes it special too, is because yeah. James has these things, and he just he doesn't just like okay, I have it, and I'm yeah. gonna play it like an ukulele, or I'm gonna like put it down and never play it again. He's gonna be like, I'm gonna try every iteration mm-hmm. of playing this uke, or like at, by the end of it, right? Can you even really call it like a uke? It's like just like <laughs> I'm gonna try every iteration of playing this instrument to find something that's cool or different or something that speaks to me, right? Yeah. So that's yeah if you do that then yeah i I feel like almost uh, there's not an instrument that you couldn't make work but that's a lot of work too that (laughs) james puts in i remember it too because it's like hey in uh in his fly and no was it flying leap it was his flying leap album had that like that um jimmy hendrix cover uh little wing in it and I was just, that's why I started playing with Little Wing. I'm like, you know, it can be done in the U. James did it. Like, so I'll, I'll try it out. Because I, I played on the guitar and stuff. So listening to it and then seeing him at the Reno Uke Fest and we were in the same card. I'm like, dude, we got to collaborate on this song. Can we just, can we play together? Can, is that cool with you? Like, you, can you play with me? Like, are you, are you okay with that? <laughs> you know? So I wanted to share the stage with James. And of course, like I, I extended the, um, the, the invite to everybody. I think um, Brittany Paiva was there. I think, um... Uh, who else is uh, and then maybe maybe yeah. i should have named there's a video of it yeah, on Powers, youtube yeah there's yeah there's a bunch of us that played and stuff and and then uh so my uh james was like okay well you know everybody's playing ukuleles i'll, I'll play this like lap steel that that i made from this this rezo uke i'm like wait what like i thought we were gonna like play ukulele i was kind of like oh man i wanted to play uke but then once he started on that thing i'm like yeah that's that's great like i'm glad <laughs> you did that james uh-huh. so pretty cool Oh, I gotta I pick think... up that name I just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Those names I dropped. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh Brittany, Piper, James. <laughs> I know people, Kai. Uh, yeah, yeah, close, close personal friends. Close personal <laughs> yeah. friends. Yeah. Uh, Joel asked. Oh, uh, maybe this is our last question. Yes. Yes. Or... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joe said, uh, some of my uke friends say that GCEA tuning is wrong on a baritone uke since they are not designed for this tuning. What is your take on this? Play whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's there's like tenor ukuleles that are tuned baritone. There are baritone ukuleles tuned tenor and stuff. Like, there are strings, like specifically, that can be tuned GCEA. Okay, so it's not like, sure, the baritone was meant for DGBE. And that's, that is true. But there are a specific set of strings that you can use to tune it to GCEA. Um, Mike was, uh, I, I think Mike last week or the, the week before, um, was talking about, you know, like having, uh, like having bigger hands and kind of using, you know, a, a big ukulele, like a baritone to, you know, to play ukulele, but they don't necessarily want to do like the DGBE tuning. So you can still do GCEA on the baritone as long as you're using the right set of strings for it. I, the, the string name or and the gauges um, escapes me right now, but if if you look, just say like just look for like um, baritone ukulele GCEA tuning or whatever you know like standard tuning for for baritone. There is that 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 exists. Um, so uh, you know your friend's not wrong in in the sense that like the baritone is meant for DGBE, but they are wrong in the sense that you know like you can't play a GCEA because you can't. Like I just mentioned Tito Boy, he did it, you know, like he, he was playing a baritone ukulele and he tuned it with GCEA. You know, he's, he's a bigger dude. He's a bigger dude, with big hands. So he, that's, that's how he played it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm too scared of telling boy not to do it that way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I am scared of that, man. He's, he's a big dude. <laughs> yeah. Make just, uh, the, the reason why we're suggesting make sure to get the right strings yes. for that tuning. Yes, of course. Is because if you get the wrong string, it can either the string might break or it damage over your bridge. time. It could yeah, just I mean, and I think we've heard of people who have done it and it it works out, but it's like you're taking a risk. So yeah, just the best the best option is to get baritone strings for that tuning, right? Yeah, or like and the same thing the opposite way too. We've heard of people trying to tune to DGBE yeah. on tenor. Yeah. But it's like get tenor strings made specifically for that tuning yeah. instead. Here, yeah. here I'll, I'll show you. I hope it's still in tune. <laughs> this is my tenor ukulele. Uh, I left my baritone at the office, and uh, and Chris and Sue 
like did a uh, a private lesson with me this week, and um, mm. Sue was working with her baritone, and and I saw the I, I saw that they were working baritone. I tuned my ukulele so quick down to like a baritone. <laughs> but it's like super loose though, so it's not yeah. the right set of strings. But I did it anyway, so whatever, it's fine. Who cares? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> James is out here doing B E B E. You can do G C E A if you want to. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we kind of just see it as like a blanket. So it's yes, like yes. Somebody's uke doesn't break, and then they're like, "But you said you could." You said. It's like, you said. Oh. Aldrin said. Yeah. Hey, Aldrin broke my uke. Careful. <laughs> yeah. Careful. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. 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 All right. What was it? Oh. Um, we we had a uh, drop another name. We had Jake Shimobukuro on oh. the podcast. Oh, dude. And he was, <laughs> and he he had to- tuned his bass guitar to GCEA so that he knew <laughs> That's all, right. That's all right. the yeah, notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you can do whatever you want, if you, yeah. <laughs> if Jake if Jake can tune a bass guitar to oh. GCEA. <laughs> man, all these names yeah. are dropping on the floor. You gotta clean yeah. up after. You gotta sweep oh, up. Man. <laughs> I gotta sweep up. Oh. All the all the names that we dropped on the floor. <laughs> we're just and we're just pushing the blame along to them, right? Somebody's gonna be like, yeah. "The guy said Jake said that he tuned to GCEA, so yeah, I did." Yeah, yeah. Now my bass is all my bass. Hey, Kahai, did you know yeah. that I got these Funko Pops from Lauren Bouchard's office? Did I tell you that? That's from that's from Lauren's. <laughs> these these are his, and I oh, he, wow. he just gave them to me. That's uh, <laughs> we're just dropping names like that, you know? <laughs> didn't. didn't didn't he? There's like a, a a video lesson for a song he wrote. Yeah. And he said that like I don't know the guys like oh, oh they're sorry. like changing the world or something. Uh, he said something like that. Yeah, he did. Oh, something, something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> oh, is that is that Abe Lagrimis texting me? Oh, just you know. <laughs> oh, just. No, he's just saying hello, huh? <laughs> no. But that is legit. Yeah, these are from Lauren's office. This is pretty cool. Close, close burst of friend you know <laughs> all right i don't have we gotta... pops from Warren Bouchard. i gotta go out the old-fashioned way and just... <laughs> but all right we gotta go let's let's uh, we gotta we gotta get going we gotta get ready for the uh for, for for the next thing so uh we're gonna go everybody thank you so much for tuning in I, I apologize for for the distanced um uh podcast for today but i thought it worked out just fine i will be back at the office hopefully um next week for Olo friday live jam sign up for you plus if you haven't already uh, UE Plus gives you so much more of ukulele on the ground, just like what we mentioned earlier. If you want to learn your fretboard, if you master your fretboard, if you want to learn some music theory, if you want to learn some music theory and, uh, in, in a master class with Imuo Garza, you can definitely do so. You can see, learn sequencing on the ukulele. Um, Plus many other, you know, many other ukulele underground favorite ukulele players are there. Um, so Imu Garza's one. We have Craig Chi doing stuff on there. We have, uh, let's see, we have Bushim Obukoro if we're dropping names here, you know. Like, um, have tons of uh, tons of content on UU Plus, and you can also do private lessons yours truly. And if it, this is basically what you see during the private lessons, is where I do the private lessons. Um, I'm on Zoom, and and uh, whatever you guys want to like work on, we definitely work on on the private lessons. The, those are yours. I don't do any specific you let me know what you want to work on and i'll I'll try my best to uh, to guide you as best as i can um if not we do have standalone um courses and lessons over on shop.ukulele on the ground and we also have ukuleles that for sale on shop.ukulele on the ground so if you uh if you're listening to this podcast for the first time you're like oh maybe i should pick up an ukulele definitely pick up a uke from shop.ukulele on the ground.com we have an awesome selection of ukuleles from kanilea and islander ukuleles so islander if you know if you're like i just want to try it out kanilea if you're like man I, I'm ready to go head first on this uh, on this ukulele journey and get yourself a nice um, uh, Hawaiian made ukulele just just like this one. People never get to see this. This is one of my favorite ukes lately. This is a D shaped sound hole from Kanile ukulele with a nice little sound port and a uh, and and this nice armrest on the side. I use this for the private lessons. This thing sounds beautiful. Okay, make sure you get yours at kanileukulele.com or at shop.ukuleleonground.com. We'll see you folks next time. Stick around, all of you U Plus subscribers, for uh, live coaching. I'll see you guys next time. Aloha. Mm-hmm.